You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. Well, I, I often wondered if there was a difference uh, when it came to how women went out to buy cars and how men buy cars. And apparently there is. Uh, Melinda Ferguson, good afternoon. Happy Women's Day to you. Oh, and you too. So, hi, hi. It's nice to chat to you. Yes, lovely chatting to you too. So let's talk about the difference between men and women or how women actually buy cars. What is, what is it that we look for? What do we prioritize? What's different about it? You know, I don't want to sell my gender down the, <laughs> down the, down the plane today because it's Women's Day. So I'd like to say, look, women are just so fast when it comes to buying cars and women know everything and women, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> But just from my experience, and I was a late starter to to even driving, to be honest. I mean, you wouldn't imagine that I'm a motoring journalist now because I I literally was a late starter and was very afraid of driving initially. So how old were you, can I ask? How old were you when you started driving? 33, darling. Okay, that is late. I mean, it's insane. (laughs) It is. I literally had everyone driving me around. But anyway, let's get back to the topic. So just from asking my friends and seeing like my hairdresser, I've got to tell you, like she bought once, she thought she bought a clear to cancer. Two weeks later, she went around to the back of the car and realized she had bought a Hyundai. Oh, dear. Listen, I mean, that probably has to be one of, I'm sorry to say my poor hairdresser, but one of the more sort of um, embarrassing admissions that I've heard from women. But a lot of women... They seem to like colors of cars. So we choose based on so, the color. Okay. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, look, it's not everybody, and I'm someone who doesn't do that, and I'm someone, and I know a lot of females who are sassed, but there is this kind of thing that some girls like a blue car, and they won't even know what this car can actually do in terms of kilowatts or newton meters torque. And they'll buy a car for their for the color, mm. and and so these are the kind of more embarrassing things. And I do think that women are a lot more fussed in terms of cars these days. I mean, there's research that shows that women influence men very strongly in uh-huh. terms of what they buy. Uh-huh. So, so we've also got so we've got a lot of contradicting kind of I suppose ideas around it, but. I do think that in order, like whether you're a woman or a man, but men have also been, you know, they've been brought up from the time they were one years old to be playing with cars. Yes. And so there's like a very car thing with the male human race. It's a big priority. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Women are given like, you know, other kinds of things. So we're not conditioned to really be embracing kind of cars from the time we're children. Mm. Mm. And it does put us in a position, I think, where we are, in a way, less knowledgeable. And then ignorance often leads to embarrassment. And then people don't, like women don't ask. Yes. They don't say, like, what is a great car? What does Newton meters actually mean? Yes. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, when I started um, as a motoring journalist, and I have to tell you, I got into, I was working for True Love magazine. I got invited to... The Tokyo Motor Show, of all things, mm. as my first motoring gig. Not a bad I mean, gig, yeah. Not a bad thing. Almost like the most uh, wished-for invite in the motoring <laughs> industry to go to Tokyo for the motor show. And I arrived completely green. I mean, I just thought, ooh, ooh I'll go to Tokyo and buy sunglasses. 
in the Rapongi district. <laughs> and um, I, I, like, oh, God, I've got to go and look at the cars. But it was there that I got bitten because the most stunning concept cars were unveiled. I think it was 2009. Um, I was the featured editor of True Love. So I promptly came home and announced to the team that I was going to now be the motoring editor. And without any knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, so it, so it, I decided to start watching Top Gear. Ah, so it took, it took one yeah. experience to change your mind. But I'd love to know if our listeners agree with you, our, our female listeners, and if, if, they, if uh, they agree that, you know, something like color has influenced their purchase or what has influenced your purchase. Or if, if, if you're a guy and, you know, you have this discussion with your wife about a new car and, and, and what she wants, well, let us know. And uh, you can call us on 011-883-0702 or WhatsApp us a voice note or a message 0727. 702-1702. We're chatting to Melinda Ferguson. She's a motoring journalist and we're talking about how women approach buying cars. What is it that women actually look for? And you know, uh, Melinda, my husband changes cars a lot. I mean, I've been driving the same car, I think, since my son was born, which is over 10 years now. And I haven't changed it. It's, it's a station wagon. And what are you driving? I drive a, a Mercedes station wagon and, you know, it's in really good condition. Ooh. And I said, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to sell it because, you know, it it's treated like a rubbish bin for now. And until everyone is grown up and can actually treat my car the way it is, I will not buy another car. But I must admit, mm. I've always liked a silver car. If I was going to buy a car, a silver mm. car, and, and my cars have, I think almost all of them, even my first, second, third, have silver. all been silver. But my husband changes cars a lot. And I said to him, I'm surprised yeah. I'm still here if you like to change things and you get bored so quickly. But what is it? What is it about men? That, that makes them want to change their cars. Is it all men? Um, and, and why do, you know, and, and are we creatures of habit? We've got something that's comfortable. We've got something that's moving. You know, we pay for the servicing. Yes, that's fine. Is there a, do we know why that difference? Because I think the car thing is very attached to ego and men, um, men's egos. Mm. And, and to, 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 I think, in more recent times, definitely women have been flashing cars as a kind of extension of like, look how well I'm doing and I'm driving a new Beamer or a new Merc or whatever. And there are definitely women that are kind of extending their, 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 their kind of credibility to what they drive. But men mm. have been doing that from the beginning. And um, I think even, you know, those car cards, I don't know if you ever played car cards where you got like cards that you had to sort of compete with which horsepower and the V8 against the V6. No, I never played that game, but it sounds very fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. And I did play that as a kid, but uh -huh. I didn't really know what was going on. But boys always seem to know about the latest cars, who was winning the Formula One. Yeah. It was like a lot of emphasis on boys just being knowledgeable about yeah. these things. Yeah. So I think when it, when it comes to men... And men are easy targets for the motoring industry because a new car comes out that's faster than the one that was before and the men are lining up. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you, because you're comfortable in your car and it's doing what it needs to do. Yeah. Um, and you sound like you actually do look after the car. You do take it for services. You do kind of watch. You, you know your kids are trashing it, but you, okay. kind of, you know your, your car is reliable and there's yes. no need for you to go and flash a new car because it's kind of not in your DNA. Is it for us just a, a, a mechanism to get from point A to B rather than a possession that is almost like, you know, 
a mistress or <laughs> another, you know, a wife or a good-looking girl in our arm. I don't know. For me, it just seems like it. For us, it's practical. It takes us where we want to go. It moves. It's not falling apart in the middle of the highway, and it's it's good for now. For sure. And I mean, I've watched over the. I mean, I'm a Cape Town based person, so I've watched the Gulf because the Gulf is. I mean, the Gulf is big everywhere in South Africa. But yeah. I have noticed more and more girls, but not not that many driving GTIs. Oh. And I know when I see a girl in a GTI, she knows about cars. Yeah. Because she's specifically chosen that GTI because it's faster mm. than most of the other. Yeah. Well, it's definitely faster than well, the other Gulf, but it's, it's a fast car. Well, if you're from Cape Town, then we know she's Vus, right? That's the word. She's Vus. Well, let's hear what the girls have to say, Melinda. We've got Jackie in Bryanston who, who agrees with us. Hi, Jackie. Happy Women's Day. Hi. Happy Women's Day to you. And your thoughts on, on, on what we look for as girls in a car? Well, I could really um, relate to what Melinda's saying. Um, just having grown up, firstly, um, you know, say I'm dating a guy, for example, and somebody will say, oh, what car did you drive? I'd say, it's, it's the blue one. You know, I'd, I'd never pay attention to what he's driving, and it's embarrassing. I guess. And so what, what, what came to mind is that not so much, I guess, a socializing part, but the other thing is, also, it's a case of interest. If I'm interested in something, I would really go and learn about it. Yeah. And it would, would you, I would automatically pick it up. It's a case of selective attention. But if I'm not interested, it just goes over my head. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. you glaze over. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for confessing to that, Jackie. <laughs> and you're not the only one. You're not alone. Thanks so much, Jackie and Brian. And a voice note's come through as well from somebody. Or, or not quite. All right, well, you know, the the the... the the thing about just saying the blue one, uh, Melinda, and it just reminds me of the time when I just got my car. Well, not just got it. It was a year into it. It was a year into me having my car. And you know when you get to certain boom gates and you're going to visit a friend and they go, write your number plate. I'm like, I don't know what my number plate is. Can you just tell me? Can you stand there in front and tell me what my number plate is so I can write it? I mean, that's that's how bad I am at it. because, And that's my attitude to a car. Um, and also what happened to me yesterday was my helper closed the garage door on my car by mistake. And I wasn't too okay. panicked about it. And I said, wow, you're lucky it was me, yeah. <laughs> not my husband, because that would have been a completely different drama altogether. Absolutely altogether. It would have been because you just sort of... Now, the thing is, because I do this now as one of the things I do for I get a brand new car every single week to test drive. So you can imagine how many cars I've driven. I mean, so I got to the point where I literally can identify... I would say 99.9% of cars on the road. Mm, well done. I'm always <laughs> changing cars. Okay. So I've become, like, you know, really aware of all the different brands, the different models, the different specs, and, and all those kind of things. But when I look at, say, my friend's Facebook yesterday, in fact, she posted something saying, I need a new car. Um, I need it. I think I want a Suzuki or a Hyundai or a... I don't know, she gave some other yeah. brand. But she never said, I need a hatchback, I need an SUV, I yeah, need something yeah. that's going to transport four kids, I need something with fuel efficiency, mm. I need something with good power, good kilowatts, I need to be on gravel, or I just need to go zipping around the city. So she gave no information whatsoever except for some kind of vague reference to brands. Ah. And then I watched um, what the response was. 
everyone who responded was a man. Oh, because they're <laughs> all the experts. Yes. Ah, oh, the stories they were telling. And I kept chipping in, you know, a bit of actual knowledge in there. But the men were so confident in their advice. And some of their advice was absolute rubbish, to be honest. <laughs> but they think they I know it, like right? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've got this like inbuilt um, confidence that they're going to be telling her she must do this and she must never do this and she must never do that. And I was like thinking, it's just a supposition yes. that men, because they've been brought up to know about cars and because they've been brought up to play with cars, they really are the know-it-alls about cars, where women were all reluctant to give their two cents worth yes. because they almost felt it wasn't their domain to oh. be able to say this. Well, it seems from what you say that some women might be more experts than men in this regard. But let's go to, uh, I think it's Fracy in Boxburg. Hi there, Fracy. Uh, happy Women's Day and happy birthday. I believe it's your birthday. Yes, thank you. Hi, ladies. Happy Women's Day. Yeah, right back at you. Happy, I hope you're getting a happy. car for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Well, how do you choose a car? Normally, I would buy all the sporting magazines, uh, sorry, car magazines. Uh-huh. And then uh, towards the end, there's like a couple of pages with different brands, cars. And then I would look mm. at like from um, what does it take? Uh, how, how long does it take from zero to hundred? Um, what is the power? Mm, okay. What is the consumption in terms of fuel? So I just don't buy a car. I look at every detail. Wow. And to also... How much it is, uh, what are the interest rates looking like with banks, how much am I going to be paying my... Wow, that's a lot of research. I know, and it takes me a long time, actually. So the car that I drive now, it took like two years for me to decide to buy. And then the next model is out, or three models have come afterwards now, Fracy. I know, I know, but, but what I do, I'll be buying, I'll be buying the magazines every single month. Actually. Oh, well, that's great that you do your research. I think Melinda, that's that's excellent that she actually understands what she's seeing. I could buy all the magazines and still not know what they're talking about. Tracy is like the ideal buyer because yeah. I can tell you what, a lot of car dealerships. I'm really like I'm sending women down the river, but this is the truth. They see a woman coming in and they rub their hands and they go, right, we can sell her the biggest dud on this floor and she won't know the difference. So I think it is so empowering to do mm. what Tracy's doing. Mm. Research, girls, like read up, get a few, and you don't even need to buy the car magazine. There's so much stuff on the internet. My biggest advice is always write down what your needs are. Yeah. You need like kids in the car. Do you, are you going to go off road sometimes? Are you going to actually just use it for the city? And, of course, fuel now. Fuel is becoming like the most yes. precious commodity yes. besides water and, um, and gold, <laughs> gold, <laughs> fuel, and water. And, and, and so, I mean, when, when, when factoring in cuts of cars, you have to look at what your liters to, to 100 kilometers are. Yeah, that's a big deciding um, factor you, now. Yeah. It's a big deciding factor. If you're going to buy a car that's 15 meters to 100, you're going to be spending most of your money at the end of the month just getting from A to B. Yeah. yeah. So, so one almost just needs to educate oneself as much as possible about what all of these different terms mean because they're actually pretty simple. Absolutely. I think we have just enough time to hear from Rafil Ware. Hi, Rafil Ware. Happy Women's Day. Hey, happy Women's Day to you too. Thank Happy you so much. I had a joke to share with you. Ah, a please. friend of mine for the longest time was looking for a car and she kept saying to me, 
she's looking for a car with angles. And a couple of years down, I discovered it's the Nissan Juke. With angles? Yes, and it was That's the that she was looking for. Oh, dear. Okay, well, you know what? I think you need to send us some magazines for her next birthday as well, so she can actually... <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Rafiwe. Well, that's excellent. <laughs> Melinda, uh, yeah, and I think, look, it, it, it's great knowing that we're not alone. It's great knowing that, you know, there, there is nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know much about cars, even when you need one, and ask those questions. Ask the questions, but ask the right people. That's the lesson, I think, is ask exactly. the right people. Okay. All right. Well, that's where we'll have to leave it. Thank you so much, Melinda Ferguson, our motoring journalist. Uh, on Women's Day, we're talking about how women approach buying cars. And thanks to everyone who's uh, shared their stories with us. And yeah, ladies, just read up. There's lots of research. And if all else fails, we have the car feature here on Afternoons with Rele Bokhile Mabocha, where you can learn more about cars. I'm Yveka Rangopa. I've been in for Rele Bokhile uh, this afternoon. I'll be with you till Thursday this week. Lots of exciting topics coming up over the next couple of days. And and it's been an absolute pleasure being here with you on Women's Day. I hope you have a fantastic afternoon, whatever you're doing. The weather's beautiful here in Johannesburg. I hope it's fabulous wherever you are, anywhere else in the country. Have a fabulous, fabulous afternoon.